Welcome to What Is It All For, a podcast designed to help you grow your online business and pursue a spacious, satisfying life at the same time. We're your hosts, Jason and Caroline Zook, and we run Wandering Aimfully, an unboring business coaching program. Every week, we bring you advice and conversations to return you to your most intentional self and to help you examine every aspect of your life and business by asking, what is it all for? Thanks for listening, and now let's get into the show. And I'm here too. (laughs) Hi. Hello. 111. Wow. Welcome to our podcast. This is the place where we talk to you about the most important things that aren't important (laughs) of an unimportance with proportance to the portioning of porpoises porpoises Mm. (laughs) it's a niche uh it's thanksgiving week for us here in the states correct uh and we want to have a little bit of fun this this week uh for those of you who don't celebrate thanksgiving for those of you who are outside of the states it's just a fun random episode for you great for those of you who are celebrating thanksgiving this week god love you good luck with your families You're going to be great. Uh, it's going to be great. You're going to be, be great. Hopefully, if you have to scurry off to a bathroom and take like a 40 minute, five minute bathroom break, this is the respite you were looking for. Correct. You just need to. If you're in the bathroom right crying, now, if you're just... crying, <laughs> listening to us, we're here with you. Yeah. We love you. We love you so much. And it's going to be over soon. <laughs> <laughs> and just like this podcast will hopefully take you through and then like maybe, you know, listen to like another one and, you know, something well, else. Let's not be so negative. Right, right. Everything's going to be great. Everything's going to be fantastic. You're going to have a great week. The food's going to be wonderful. The food. So let's, let's start with food. food. Let's okay. start with food. We're going to do a little unscripted draft of our favorite ooh, ooh. Thanksgiving foods. She loves gonna... she loves an unscripted, doesn't yep. she? Well, I already told we I told you this was going to happen. I just didn't remind you, and that's your own fault because we talked about this. <laughs> okay, fair so enough. So, you have uh we're going to do a top 3. Okay. Our top 3 choices oh, okay. of Thanksgiving dishes, dishes that you want and then at the end after mm-hmm, we pick the 3 mm-hmm. and you'll we'll go over and we'll decide who picked the better 3 what we'll do and you just have to you have to choose you know honestly and truthfully you know i don't like this i understand yeah you're gonna choose yours no matter what yeah exactly and my truth doesn't have to be the truth wait what exactly um and then feel free to play along at home with the spouse if you want to do that this whole episode is really like a play along at home like we're gonna have these questions right uh, after this part we got to do our wow update as well but let's get into the draft because you know we just have like so much to cover here we got a lot of things let's go let's not rush it though um I'm thinking of an odd or an even number. You're going to guess Seven. odd or even. I haven't thought oh. of it yet. You're going to guess <laughs> odd or even. And that's going to... You keep saying odd or even and I'm hearing odder. So I'm actually not thinking of a number. I'm just thinking <gasps> odd or even, but you say a number and then we'll know if you go first or I go first. Hold on. Go ahead. Seven. Ooh, I was thinking even. <laughs> I don't trust you. I was, I promise. Okay, but yeah, I don't trust you. On our you. marriage. Promise. <gasps> yeah. Okay, we that's should... A Ow! Jason, how many when times you have shake we said hand, this? You have to get in Listen deep. Listen to what I'm Don't saying. Don't grab my Look fingers. Look at me in my eyes. Don't you Look grab at me in my, my eyes. Fingers. Yeah, I'm here. The amount of strength that you bring to physical body interactions is needs minimal. to be dialed back by at least 25%. Okay. Then I'm at negative percent. Like, we just, sh- no, I won't <laughs> shake your hand. We just shook our hands and, like, I get it. You're like, you're a big guy. Uh-huh. Okay. But you just got to know that you're a big guy. Oh, yeah. You are a big guy. I am a small girl. <laughs> just because you okay. are a bad guy doesn't, doesn't mean you are a bad guy. guy. Thank and you, so Rebecca when Ralph. you shake my hand, yeah. I just have a little tiny. This, goes this back, is not, I'm a strong woman. Yeah, yeah. But I just have a little totally. tiny this baby This goes back hand. to the. And so you need to know that. The most recent 23andMe survey that they sent me to fill out. <laughs> yeah. And I told you about this question that just said, like, do you feel like you are like more strong than the average person and i was reading it and it was like agree somewhat agree definitely agree or like whatever and i was like no i'm just like a normal person and i'm like i mean like you know i just touch you and you crumble you, into a pile and so i'm like maybe well, i just, just am you're not you're i'm not it's, saying it's i'm never, a superhuman it's never intentional it's right. just like it's like it's a that's very part of the thing like, it's a very like bull in a china shop yeah. type of can we get on with this i want to do no, this draft i want to everyone's listening no. to this they're in they're this sitting in a bathtub bring our marital they're issues. sitting in the bathtub they've <laughs> pulled the, the, bathtub, curtain the curtain of whatever Please place they're at come get and me. they're just like <laughs> the stuffing was not dry enough <laughs> okay let's get into it so thanksgiving the point draft. is be softer i would love to i'm such a soft person as it is well you are all right. You're soft on the inside. So I get the number one pick okay. here, and then we go back and forth. All right. Uh, my number one pick of the draft. Yes. Wow. I, I could really I could really just 
Oof, there's so many directions. I think you're going to be upset with my number one pick. Don't you dare. Look at me in the eyes. <laughs> I, I get Don't the number you one dare. Pick. I get the number one pick. It's not your number one pick. You're just picking it so I can't no, have it. No, I'm not. It. It's my favorite thing. I on don't the believe plate. you. It is. I don't believe What's you. What's the thing I always get a heaping pile of seconds of? Yeah, because it's my favorite and <laughs> no, you are a vindictive <laughs> person. <laughs> mashed potatoes. Number one. Number one pick. Mashed potatoes. I'm sorry. It's the number one What's pick. What's the matter with you? <laughs> Liking potatoes is like a full personality trait of mine. In the you're depriving potato gram four that you are. I'm a potato gram. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you're depriving me of that like a, a full really part funny, of my identity. That would be a really funny like enneagram, but do it with like the potato dishes. Oh, didn't you like see I potato? already shared that? It was the horoscopes, but it was all potato dishes. Oh, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. basically the same thing. All right. Mashed potatoes. Number one pick. Yeah, Sorry. It's off I'm, the board. Wow. Sorry, it's off the board. Wow. Yeah, it's off the board. <sighs> Tell me you don't care about your wife without telling me you don't care about your wife. Um, okay. Wow. Okay. <laughs> just picture your next three picks are just like farts, <laughs> stupid farts, Thanksgiving farts. <laughs> just like so mad like, you won't like, play. Like, like tossing the board. Yeah, you won't play. Board. Um, you know what I could do yeah, is take it. gravy so you can't have gravy on your mashed potatoes. Is that going to be your... So now this food draft has turned into like settlers of Catan. We're like, we're both defending our... I only have bricks and you only have wood and neither of us can build Dang anything. It. Okay, fine. You can have mashed potatoes. I'm a bigger person. Okay, great. But, but I'm small hands. Yeah, but yeah. I'm a bigger yeah, person. Yeah. Green bean casserole. It's a great I love pick. those crunchy onions. It's a great pick. I love the like mushroom yeah. situation. And also we use fresh green beans and yeah. boy does that elevate things. Now I'm gonna for my second pick, I'm gonna go with probably like an unconventional Thanksgiving dish because I can't believe you took potatoes. I know. I'm gonna go mac and cheese because not everybody has mac and cheese at Thanksgiving, but we do, and it's just like I want it at Thanksgiving mm -hmm, every time. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I'm going mac and cheese. Mm -hmm. I know it's an unconventional. And I think for, I think we can go unconventional. Yeah, I think for many folks listening to this, they're gonna be like, "Yeah, we have like standard dishes, but we also have some off the sides too." I'm gonna say this is gonna surprise you. Okay. I can't do it. You can do it. Well, it's it's a weird choice for a gluten free person to choose stuffing. Ooh. But like, if we're going straight off of like, if I was making my plate, what would I want right. on it? Yeah. I can't eat the stuffing anymore. But boy, do I miss it. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, you can choose it. It's it's definitely not like one if I we're being picked, really so. honest about what I wanted for my yeah plate. Yeah. It's that okay. So stuffing. I'm gonna go stuffing. Second pick. All right, my third pick. Uh, we don't we don't often eat turkey. We're not you know it's not something that we look forward to. I'm not gonna choose turkey. Mm -hmm. I just want you to know it was out there. Mm -hmm. I'm going pull apart rolls or whatever. Mm -hmm. roll I knew it was gonna be available. a bread. Yeah, it's whatever rolls. I available. want you to just visualize your plate right I now. I did. I thought you about did? it. Right? Yeah. yeah, it's I just beige. Mashed potatoes, yeah. uh, color of beige. Yes. I have mac and cheese, a color of beige, a little bit of yellow thrown in. Yellow beige. And then I have rolls with a color of beige. beige. And that is my plate. Mm -hmm. And and if I had turkey as a fourth pick, uh -huh. it's all one color. Uh -huh. That's my dish is one color. <laughs> and it's the color of Thanksgiving beige. to me. My third pick is a toughie. I know what category. It's going to be a casserole. Because uh -huh. I love casseroles. You and do. you know this. You have one already, just so you know. No, I know. Yeah. But I mean, if I could do three casseroles, a, a trifecta, <laughs> a triple, you would. triple trifecta. decker. A trifecta. I think I have to go with my mom's squash casserole. Oh, you always do. And, and it's just, just, it was my favorite thing my mom made growing yeah. up, which is a weird thing to say. Like, if your mom can make you like squash. Yeah. That's, I mean, it's, let's be honest. It's like cornflakes on top and it's like Yeah, it's a vehicle for and other egg items. And there's, yeah, yeah but the squash just soaks it in. But I love it. It yeah. tastes so delicious to me. So I would be ecstatic with that plate if I had stuffing, squash casserole, and green bean casserole That's with a little your, bit of green. Those are your three. I think mine's objectively a better plate. No, so here's the thing. So we have it's our different. three picks. We have our three picks. Mine feels balanced. You have green bean casserole, you have stuffing, and you have squash casserole. Uh -huh. And I just want you to see your plate. Yeah. Right? I just want you to see your plate. Then you look at my plate, yeah. and you see mac and cheese. Yeah. You see mashed potatoes, yeah. and you and see pull-apart rolls. Yeah, I'm going to be more... delicious pull-apart I'm going to be more satisfied with the more balanced... So you don't get any mashed potatoes. And also there's better textures in mine. You don't get any mashed potatoes. I understand, but guess what? My husband took them away from me, <laughs> so I have to live with that choice, okay? Uh, that was our Thanksgiving draft. Who wins? Short, sweet, and just a fun... Send fun us thing. an email. Who wins? Yeah, who would you pick? That'd who be, would you pick? That'd be fun. Hello at Wandering Aimfully. Let us know which, which of the two plates are you choosing. I think it's a pretty easy choice for folks listening to this like i would imagine right, they're gonna you're either on mine. 
team casserole, which is gross, or you're going the beige plate where you know you're getting all the carb goodness Listen, that you want. I get it. Yours uh-huh. is the more like on paper, like wouldn't you want mashed potatoes? But I want you to think about how you're going to feel after you have that plate. Satiated? Also. I'm going to feel satiated. I'm going to feel it's carbed gonna- up. Carved up. I'm going to be ready to go out back and throw mine's, the pigs around with the how boys. Do you, how do you feel? You know, you feel nourished. No, you, you feel, feel like, like you textures. ate a bunch of goop. You ate a bunch of casserole oh, goop. Oh, I'm sorry. Goop, goop says the man with the plate that has mash, that has mashed potatoes and macaroni yeah. on it. Yeah. That's goop. <laughs> that's goop. That's, that's All right. Goop. Let's get into our travel update. Welcome to our wow segment. Wow, wow stands for wandering. No, wame around the world. Waming around the world. And we get it. We're going to Europe, but like we do intend on going around the world eventually. So. Yeah, for sure. It's just this is where it starts. This is chapter one. It's chapter one. Yeah. We had the preface before, which was like we went to Italy and Iceland and like, you know, that those was were like t- little trips. Bouche. This is the... Waming around the world and I, I, I. Thank you, uh, everybody who now knows that song, and we've cleared that up. Thank you, Notorious B.I.G. Thank you. What's her name? Lisa Stansfield. Le- Lisa? Lisa Stansfield. Stansfield. Stansfield? With an S. Stansfield. Lisa Stansfield. I, last week I said Stanfield, but it is Stansfield. <gasps> you got corrected. I corrected myself. Okay. I looked it up because I... So, Notorious B.I.G. and Lisa Stansfield. Uh, Lisa Stansfield, then Notorious B.I.G. Lisa Stansfield. Lisa gets credit. Okay. Lisa Stansfield. We already did this last week, and I put the audio into it. We're wasting Can time. Can we call them, like, Lisa and B.I.G.? For short. Notorious Lisa. Notorious so, Lisa. Uh, Thank you, Notorious Lisa. Wow update. As of recording this, we're mm-hmm. two days before the episode airs. So we're just going to go with the day that we record. We are 50 days away from leaving our domicile here in Southern California. Big word. Uh, I have a roller suitcase. You have a roller suitcase. I have a backpack. You have a backpack. Those are our worldly possessions. We don't have a storage unit. We, we have, do have a box. We have a we have we have we have uh, a mom box. We have like three boxes. Currently, I already have two of those boxes at my right. mom's house. There was a third. We opened it. We found that it was a bunch of my mom's <laughs> decorative items. This is my favorite story. Your yeah. mom was like, "You got to go through you this stuff to, when you come home." Yeah. And we opened the box. There's one sketchbook of yours. One sketchbook and an entire box full of what were they? They were Cats? like little decorative De- houses. Decorative houses and her yearbooks. And her yearbooks. <laughs> my mom's yearbooks. We had a good laugh about but that. But it was hilarious. She didn't oh, open it. Kelly, if you're listening, thank you for she that. Didn't laugh. Look it. She didn't look into it, she but when like, we opened it, we it. all had such a laugh. We're like, this isn't my stuff. It says my <laughs> stuff, but it's not. So now we have one additional box that's being added, but every single other item in our home right now is wow. going to be sold. So just How do the, you feel? Well, uh, I want to talk about how I feel. Oh, let's yeah. talk about it. Uh, so we decided we were going to use this company called Max Sold to do this online auction thing. You and I sat down. We did some further research. We looked into Facebook comments. We looked into reviews on like review sites, and we really just it got the risky. vibe- that it was a big risk, both financially that people were saying like, yeah, my stuff sold for like $2. Like it didn't sell uh, for what I thought it and would. And then it was like only half of my stuff sold. And so the last possible thing we wanted was to use this service to expedite the whole experience and then be left with half of our stuff that we would have to garage sale anyway. Yeah. We weren't so going to do that. What we're going to do, we did this when we moved from Florida to California in 2015. We did an everything must go garage sale and we, we just did it on one weekend. What we're going to do this time is we're going to spread it out mm-hmm. a little bit. Uh, because we want to see how the first garage sale does and not put so much pressure on the second one to have this big thing. Not to mention, there are a handful of things that we can't really sell until the last minute. Right. We don't want to wait until the last minute. So if you do sort of like one sweep of things that are not necessary in, let's say, December, and then yeah. one sweep of things in January that are like all the last big things, yeah. that's our strategy. We're sticking to it. Yep. We yeah, feel so good about it. We're going to do our first garage sale here in a couple weeks in December, and then we'll do another garage sale, I think, like two weeks or a week before we go to be the final shebang. And one of the things that's really helping me because we're also starting to sell things on eBay. So we're doing eBay Saturdays mm-hmm. where we get all the stuff that we can possibly sell on eBay that like won't really sell well at a garage sale or like has more value and you can sell it online and it's shippable. It's mm-hmm. a smaller item. But we're taking photos. You're creating the listings. Then, you know, you're learning about eBay. You've never been on we eBay before. Um, but it's just kind of like every week chipping away at this. Right. And it's still, it's like a little bit starting to feel real, but we've only pulled things out of closets and cupboards right. at this point. It's nothing that's out. Big stuff. So it's still like I'm looking around like we're in your fart studio Don't right look now. Around. It's so many boxes are around. Yeah. And it's just like once things from outside of the cabinets or from inside the cabinets are all gone and we start getting to the outside the cabinet right. space, that's when it's going to feel real For to sure. me. So I think 
I think until, honestly, the garage sale in December, it's not going to feel real that we're selling all of our things. Because mm-hmm. the eBay stuff, like, I'm always selling something random here right. and there. Uh, so anyway, there's there's a lot of loops For to, me, to it's, jump through it's, here. The part that's making it feel real is, like, looking up, double-checking all the visa stuff. Yeah. And the information about travel and... Well, the insurance meeting. The we, insurance we, meeting's going to yeah. make it feel especially real. Um, so all those little like logistical things are definitely now starting to sink in and yeah, I'll just be honest. There is a big part of me that is starting to get like nervous. Yeah. Um, which I think is normal. Totally. It's a huge life change. Yeah. But, um, but also, you know, I'm channeling that nervousness into also excitement because it's like, it's just such an odd feeling to know that your whole life is about to change in a really big way. Yeah. But I wrote in our newsletter the other week. Like that's, that to me is what makes me feel like I'm alive and like I'm progressing and I'm putting myself in situations that are going to help me grow. And also I would be lying if I didn't, or if I said that the whole COVID aspect didn't make me nervous, it does. But like knowing that also knowing that the winter season is when a lot of countries see like upticks in cases, but you and I have had this conversation many times, which is. We're going to be fully vaccinated, meaning we're going to have a booster. We haven't gotten it yet because I have to do a blood test before and yada, yada. But we're going to do everything in our power to protect ourselves and protect other people. Yep. We are going to err on the side of mask wearing, um, you know, probably more so than many people. Yeah. We are going to just take all the necessary precautions. And so, again, we've had this conversation many times, which is there comes a point where if we're doing everything that we can, you know, going out and and – having these experiences like I need to accept some level of risk I yeah. can't just be in my house for you know two to three to four to five years or however yeah. long this is a, a threat and so you know I feel okay about that yeah. and, and honestly, these are the things that I tell myself and I'm yeah. saying this out loud so that if you too are someone who has a lot of like COVID anxiety these are the things that I have come to believe myself that helped me through it. Yeah. And COVID's going to be around. It like is. that's the thing. Like we're, I think we're all realizing now coming into what's going to be the second year of COVID here in a couple months. It's not going anywhere. We're going to have more variants. We're going to have more things. And all we can do is just continue to like keep up with like things we can keep up mm-hmm. with. But for it to completely run our lives, like I understand for some folks it has to run their lives. Absolutely. Because you don't have the opportunity to get vaccinated or to feel comfortable. Or, or if you have small you. children or yeah. if you have take care of, um, you know, parents who are immunocompromised, like all these things. Yeah. You know, we totally understand that we have different considerations being just two people also two people who can work from anywhere so it's very easy for us to even when we're abroad spend a lot of our time just in an airbnb and you know not putting ourselves at um you know undue risk and things like that. totally okay that's our wow update uh it's you know we're just moving along every week we'll have some more things to share that we've been working on going through uh you know and you've been using our vpn room vpn how's it been going i haven't secure has it oh i feel so secure okay good i haven't used it all right let's get into the uh the uh meat and potatoes oh i was gonna say the mashed potatoes and green bean casserole of this uh of this because those were our first two picks Mm -hmm. Uh, i'm holding in my hand a game called open up this is an icebreaker game have Uh, we done this before on the podcast I don't know that we have. I know we had just like some random questions. Oh, you know when we did it? When we used to do video podcasts. I think we, yeah, we may have done. We we probably did did it during Thanksgiving too. Probably, yeah, because we wanted like an easier, or it was the Wayme After Dark. We used to do that as well. maybe that was it. Anyway, we haven't done it in a long time. Like It's at least been two years. All of our answers will be different. So you can find this game on uh, Amazon, I believe. It's a really good just icebreaker thing. It's just a bunch of questions. So I think we're going to try and do maybe 10 of them and we'll see how it goes. Do you need help? No, no, no. I'm just playing with it. Oh, yeah. Oh, with it. All right. All right. Here we go. First question. And uh, we also get to veto if we don't want to answer. And then you can right. feel free. I'm going to leave these questions in the show notes to ask these questions. What to level your... of intimacy are we operating on here? I don't Full, I guess. Oh, okay. I think there's like a little uh, system of like how intimate these uh, questions are by star levels on here. Oh, you're right. Okay, yeah. so let's. I'll, I got a one star. You have a two star. So what let's are you doing? see if. I'm just going to see if the theory holds true, which is, is my one star. Like less. less intimate than your two star. Oh yeah, I think it is. It would make sense. I know it would make sense. Okay, let's go ahead. Test What's your it. question? Okay, so my question is: If you had a hairy spot on your body that you could never shave, whoa, and that you would grow forever, where should should that spot be? I like how it's like, where should that spot yeah. be? Uh, mine is: Do you feel that life is generally fair or unfair to you? 
Okay, Whoa. so yeah, I These think one deeper. star is like light and hairy, hairy spot, <laughs> light and hairy, two and two stars like deep and meaningful. Deep and meaningful, and okay. I think there's a three star as well. Oh shoot! Like, what's yeah. the meaning of life? Yeah. Okay. Maybe. Cool. 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 All right, you want to start with the hairy spot? Sure. <laughs> if you had a hairy spot on your body that you Ooh. could never shave and that would grow forever, we talk about this often. Like, you kind of wish that you had like a wispy beard, like a wizard, where you could just. Ooh like, yeah. So it could be your chin. You could choose yeah. that. Um, I could choose. Ooh, like an elbow. So it just like, like like a train, like a hairy train behind you. Wow. I think I would go with a foot tuft. I think a, oh, a, a well, top. A, and it would grow forever though, Jason. Yeah, just like a top Then it would trip tuft. you. Well, no, I could, couldn't I trim it? Ooh, that I don't know. It doesn't have any You could never about, shave. You can like, never shave, but, maybe but you trim. Could trim. Yeah, keep it kept. So just a foot tuft. I'm just thinking like I take off one shoe and everyone's like, oh, that's a normal foot. And I take off the other one and it's, it's like, like boom, tuft. But also you keep it like really well manicured and people are like, yeah. wow, that's a well-groomed foot. People are like, is that a French braid? And I'm like, yeah, it is. It absolutely is. I'm a foot tuft. Yeah. Okay. All right, my, so I'm going foot tuft and, and elbow. elbow. Just because I think it feels regal if I have like a train of hair behind my elbow. All right. Uh, some of these, I guess, aren't going to be lighthearted. Some of them are going to be deeper. So my question was, do you feel that life is generally fair or unfair to you? To me? Yeah. Oh, um, I definitely feel feel that life is more fair to me as a white white woman than it is to a lot of people yeah um i think not acknowledging that would be an, a dishonest answer to that question but in general i'm just someone who believes that life is not fair like yeah. to to say that life is fair means that like things that happen to you that you, you somehow deserve them or don't deserve them mm -hmm. and i just don't think that's how the universe operates yeah you, maybe some people have a religious background that you know dictates that but for me i think largely a lot of things that happen are random and it's just how you work through those and navigate yeah. and as a how human. difficult they are yeah like i think it'd be different if it was like you know one of us had life-threatening cancer you'd be like yeah life feels pretty unfair exactly you know? and but, that's what i'm saying like to yeah. say like to say that life is fair is to say that people who have something awful like that happen to them deserved it, which I just don't believe. All right. We, this was supposed to be life hearted, lighthearted. I think we need life -hearted. to stick with the light, lighter, the one, lighter hearted. I don't know. You know, I love this. So this is like Enneagram for like just lifeblood right yeah. here. Also, I didn't get a chance to answer. You just completely went for it, but that's okay. Well, I thought it was asking each other. No, no, no. It's, it's both, both of us answer. for answer. Yeah. Oh, could you answer? You don't want to answer. Oh, no, I can answer. I think life has been extremely fair to me. Absolutely. Like, I think I've had a ton of advantages and things and, like, I have nothing to complain about at all. Oh, I see what you're saying. It yeah. has been fair to you and, and that it's been good to you. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I, you know. Which which means that you inherently see yourself as a good person. Wow. Oh, geez. Embarrassing. <laughs> and, yeah, a lot of privilege. And now, now that I'm, like, older, I understand that. Yeah, so totally. I want to acknowledge it. I have a two star. What do you have? I have a one star. Oh. Okay, start with one star. Okay. We need to, we can't go two star back to back, you know? Do you eat food that's past the Best Buy date? Explain. Uh, Ooh, this is a good hot one for our family. Yeah, no, I have an expired food thing. You really do. I really do. Not only do you have an expired food thing, you have a close to expired food thing. I do. Yeah. If something's like two days away, unless it's like a, like a very like common thing we have in the house, it's dead to you. It is. And, yeah. and here's what I'll admit is... I have a very powerful mind when it comes to like food and when it comes to, so it's like if my mind decides that it's bad, yeah. my, my mouth will not let me eat it. Does yeah. that make sense? Like if I've already decided that there's something suspect about what I'm about to eat, there's no amount of convincing to get me to eat it. Yeah. I like it's here's, not. here's the difference between the two of us. Yeah. I could pull out a piece of bread that has mold across the crust. No. And like I can just chop the crust off and eat the rest of the bread. You're not supposed to do that. I've seen TikToks about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. The, the medical science reports you've been reading on TikTok. Yeah. yeah so you are definitely, definitely a don't eat it. I don't know. Maybe something happened when I was young and like we had to eat expired food or something. Yeah. Like seriously. I don't now, know. Now, I will say for me, like I don't go like months past. Like I'm not going to eat something that's like a year old. Like when we moved, mm. do you remember we moved from uh, Florida to here? I found a jar of peanut butter that was from like 2008. That's so It long. was like in the back That's of the so cabinet. Long. I'd forgotten about and it. And then you ate it. No, I'm just kidding. And I was like, I'm not even going to open it. This yeah. is like uh -uh. seven years gone. I know it's peanut also, butter. you're really okay with eating like expired medication. I don't like that. Because they've said, you've looked this up with me. They have to put a date 
that is way earlier than it actually is just for like Yeah, but in I general. don't know what that grace period is. It's a Benadryl. It's a long I'm time. I'm already afraid of medication. Benadryl Do you think I'm going to put expired medication? I'll take Benadryl 30 years later. It's fine. I wish you wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You got a deep and meaningful? Okay. Uh, no, yeah, it's can, a two star. We could switch it and just go to one stars if you want to keep it light. Oh, no. This is fine. Okay, this good. is okay. Ooh, there is Have... a three. Oh. Did you read it? Did you? <laughs> yeah, you okay. did? Yeah, I'm ready. If it's you a, took it's it out. It's a good one. It's a good one. Okay, okay, okay. This is two stars. Have you ever told a friend you were interested in more than friendship and gotten turned down? Oh. Um, I have I've, not. I've also never, that, to my knowledge, like developed an attraction to a friend. Yeah, it's always started out as like a, this is, we're in a, like a phys, like We get, a, like we're attracted to each other. An attracted relationship, not, not in a friendship like, oh, to attract it. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I hear that happens quite a bit, but like I... It's never happened to me. Yeah, it's never happened to me either. Okay. All right, well, that's an easy one. Cool. All right, I have a three star that kind of piggybacks off of that one. Okay. Have you ever had a secret romantic relationship (gasps) with someone, Caroline? (laughs) Like yesterday. My second husband. Who is it? (laughs) No, I've never had a secret. I'm trying to think like, you mean like not told anybody? Yeah. No. Also, what if you admitted it right here on the podcast? If I was like, yes. <laughs> For the past five years, I've had... I am in a relationship a, with I, Ryan Reynolds. We text. It's an I emotional wish. relationship only. I but wish. it's romantic in the fact that we send each other I'm loving really gifs. Trying to, I'm trying to think, like, if I was in college, if there was, like, someone who I was dating who maybe I didn't tell people about... I don't know. That one seems like a pretty so. easy one yeah. for us. Also, like, who's going to answer that in this game? You know? Like, like who's going to be like, actually... Guys, here it is. The truth. I think someone would. Like, especially if it came out, you well, know? Well, maybe if it was, like, also years ago. You're like, yeah, when I was 18, I, like, I that's totally what did. That's what I was yeah. trying to think of. Like, I, I don't know. Yeah, nothing. Um, oh, this is a good one for both of us. And it's going to be a very quick answer, but mm-hmm. also funny. Mm-hmm. Um how well do you think you could keep an important secret if you were subjected <gasps> to torture? Also, if we're oh, not going to ask, so let's just leave it on God. Zero. I would say zero for you. For me. I would say I could get <clears throat> any bit of information out of you, you with could very me. little torture. You could tickle me. Very little and torture. And I'd be like, this is torture. I could threaten to torture you, not even do the torture. Yeah. Any secret you I have. Would, it depends on how important the secret is. But I would hold out for like a little bit. But like. Walking Dead. You're Eugene before, you know, what happens. Uh-huh. You have the secret to fixing all of it. Do I? Do you think you could get it tortured out? You think you could hold it? You don't think it would be tortured Who's out of you? Who's torturing me? The governor? The governor, yeah. No. Yeah. I'd give it up. You would. <laughs> Very quickly. Yeah. Wait, the secret helps people, not hurts people. But he's going to keep it to himself and never oh, tell wow. anybody. Yeah, because he's no, the governor. No, yeah, I wouldn't make it. Yeah. Any Walking Dead fans out there? Uh, we, we have hit the cultural zeitgeist about 10 years too late. Yeah, it's fine. Okay. I think I would do an okay job, but for like a little while. And then also I think certain tortures would be very different for for like extracting information mm. from me. Like you would do really well with... Uh, like maybe some like electrocution I could last like really? a little bit. Like I just, that I don't like know for sure at all. Obviously I've never tried, but like waterboarding, I feel like I'd give it up right That's away. Terrible. Like water, water is just terrifying. Terrible. What a weird, that's a weird question. Yeah. Okay. We don't mean to make light of torture, but this is the question we were asked. <laughs> just have to say like caveats with every yeah, single yeah, one yeah. of these. Um, what's the largest age gap you would consider when choosing someone to date slash marry? Oh. Well, first of all, our age gap is... Seven years? Six, Six years? Six years. Six years. Yeah. Um, also, we're getting through a lot more of these questions than I thought we would. I thought we'd like have 10 and they would take longer, but we're going to have like probably 20 of these. Well, we're so doing a great job. I think it's, you know what? I'm going to answer this question. I know it's a cop out, but I'm just going to say there, like, I don't know that there's a, just a number. Yeah. I think, I think after like the, the groups of ages, like in your 20s, it feels like 10 to 15 years is like kind of pushing it. Then when you're in your 30s, you're like, yeah, 15 to 20 years. Then you're in your 40s and you're just like, who cares? Right. You I know? do think it does move like that. Yeah. I think because like, it, it changes the more removed you are from being a child. Yeah, exactly. And the more time you've had to be in other relationships mm-hmm. or experience other relationships, like, you know, obviously six years for us when I was 27 and you were 21. That's a pretty big gap in life experience mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. things, but it's also not that far. Like mm-hmm. the only real difference was that I graduated college and had a job. Mm-hmm. Like that was it. Like, but for the most part, we're on the same page. We're doing the same things, drinking the same Bud Lights. You know. I think it also matters like how you come to be in a relationship. 
Yeah. So it's like the ones that make me uncomfortable are less about the number and more about like, did you guys meet when you were a child, right, a literal exactly. child? Yeah. Um, but it's like two adults that are in their, you know, 50 versus 70, like live your life. That's fine. Absolutely. What about like 90 and 50? Are you okay with that? I, why not? Why not? That's what I'm saying. Plus also for the 90 year old, like she's only got so much time left. Everybody. Yeah. Unless you're like hurting someone. I yeah, think don't you're, do it. just do your own thing. Okay. One star. Would you go commando for one year for $10,000? Why or why not? A hundred thousand percent yes. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what commando is, right? You're looking at me like- Are you, you kidding me You're right looking now? at me so confused. It's where you put eye makeup on and you- <laughs> <laughs> You like dress Like in, capture the flag. Yeah. Like, yeah. like commando, the commando, movie with Arnold. And you wear fatigues. Yeah. And you wear- Yeah. Yeah. Th- $10,000, right? No. I would 1,000. It means I would, don't wear underwear. I would 10,000% not wear underwear for a year for $10,000. Are you kidding me? Interesting. Well, I'm just trying to think about like, the logistics like, of this. It's not like not wear underwear and then like don't wash your clothes. It's like right. just, don't, just don't have an extra layer between your, now your bits and, your, the, and your bobs. Here's what I'll present to you that makes this difficult for me. Okay. As a person who has dangly bits, oh, it's a whole other like well, any exercise at all. Like my boxer briefs. Hold everything in. Do they? <laughs> oh, absolutely. If it wasn't, I could injure something down there. Okay. Well, do I, less I have... exercise. <laughs> do less rigorous exercise. But I'm thinking about like a full year. I have to think these things through. Okay, I don't know okay, if the $10,000 okay, okay. is worth the potential pain and discomfort I could feel. Well, then For fine. You, I'm going to be $10,000 richer. There's nothing dangling, you know? There is not. So you're doing it. I'm doing I it. I don't think I'm doing it. Wow. I'm going to be rich. <laughs> I just want to protect my dangly bits. Wow. Yeah. Well. All right. Let's do. Can't uh, buy everything, folks. Let's do maybe one, you know, a couple more here. A couple more. What is the last thing that made you laugh out loud? You. All the time. Oh. Just just now. <laughs> I'm talking about your dangly bits. <laughs> no, you make me laugh every day. Oh. Multiple times a day. I wonder if I make people on this podcast laugh every time. Mm. Yeah, eh. Probably not. Mm. Yeah. No. You're... I'm not saying I would. Listen. I'm do, I do. I just. If, if people ask, like. After what I would have been together, eleven years. Yeah. What is the thing that keeps you together the most? Like, what's the most important part, fast of your relationship? His I could say bits. <laughs> dangly bits. <laughs> I could say so many things that are important, like communication and commitment and all these things. But if I'm honest about the seed of where it all started and what like continues to keep you together like, year after year after year, it's our sense of humor. Like we just from the very beginning made each other laugh. Yeah, I think so too. I, so. I think for anybody if, listening to this podcast as well who has a partner where you just laugh every day, you know just like that is the number one thing for your relationship. And and that's not to say every relationship needs that. No, I if just, you're someone who that do, like doesn't need that, then that's you're, yeah, everyone's just different. For, but... for us, we've really found that like humor oh. is a thing. Uh, for Why my answer, three what's the last thing that made me laugh out loud? You did something really funny the other day that got me. What was it? Do you remember? Oh, that was like I my don't. last like really good Dang belly it. laugh. I should what have laughed it? it. I should have written it down. You did something. I was dying. Oh man. And I remember it was just in our living room. I like rolled off the couch in laughter. It was so good. Oh, probably recreated one of your toots. Probably was a toot. <laughs> Sometimes you get a really good toot recreation and like it was just Sometimes you do. We're and a I, family that farts. You know, it's the fart studio. That's where we are. My favorite part is trying to audibly recreate, recreate the sound. Them. Yeah. Also, if I have an expulsion of gas yeah. and you laugh out loud at the sound of it, it's it just doesn't, encouragement. I know it you know? does. It's like, I know. I ask myself this often. I think, should I discourage this behavior by not laughing? And then I think, what what would my life be without laughing at too? I'm going to do a follow-up question that's not listed on these cards or maybe I haven't uh, sure. where it's not in there. Are we going to be a family that encourages farting and burping or are we going to be a family that suppresses farting and burping? Okay. Well, I don't think suppressing. But I don't think encouraging either is like a route that I want to go down. I think having I think having appropriate and frank discussions about bodily functions is healthy. Yeah. Um, but you know there are certain social graces like I'm all for not trying to suppress your like natural bodily bodily functions, but out of respect for other people, you don't go to like a restaurant. And just fart up a storm at the table. I mean, we've all been in restaurants and caught wind, though. You know, like, you'd be like, whoa, <laughs> someone around here is crop dusting. So it's like, I think there's a level of just, like, respect for other people yeah. around you that I yeah, don't, don't want to blow right past. like, in our family unit. In our house. Yeah. Sure, I think. More encouraged and okay in our house. Okay, okay. More discouraged. And in, okay and encouraged <laughs> are two different things. Yeah. I also think there's a big difference between, like, 
don't fart on someone. Don't burp yes. in someone's face. Yes. Like, don't use it as a weapon. Yes. <laughs> don't weaponize we, We've your discussed functions. this amongst each yeah. other. Yeah. There is a line and it is weaponizing your bodily functions <laughs> yeah. and you and don't. We don't. Like, and we don't. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Not, I'm not about you, to do you, that. You, there's a courtesy. Yeah. You, you also, know, I find leave it the amazing. room if you can. I find it amazing. What? You will be like, oh, I have to toot. And then you scurry away and you do it. I gotta get it. out. I can't scurry away. Like if it's coming, it's 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 <laughs> you there. That you're like, how did you get from the living room to the bedroom without it? And I was like, listen, when you're, we've talked about this, sw- fart swallowing. Yeah. When you're fart when you're a woman, <laughs> you have spent years swallowing, swallowing your, your farts. farts, and so it's like I can get from here to the bedroom. Your sphincter control is top notch. That's what I'm saying. You got to work it out. Mine's just loosey goosey dangling. Yeah, this must is be why nice. I need the underwear. <laughs> All right, uh, okay. let's go two more questions here. Okay, this is a three-star. Oh, how do you feel about it? I, it's fine. Okay. Would you be willing to flash a stranger or have you? Oh, now in, with full consent and that there are no repercussions legally to you yeah, flashing it's not, someone. And it's not in like a... This is more like... Oh, you're, you're, you're on, at a you're on vacation the, and people yeah. are topless and like... Yeah. Bardi Gras? Is that fine? <laughs> I don't think so. No. You don't think no, no, so? No, no, no. I think if you're, you're at, choosing, I think you're at FlashCon. FlashCon. It's a conference where everyone who likes flashing has and everyone a reasonable consents. expectation yeah. of consent. No one's going to get touched in any way whatsoever. Right, right, right. It's just about flashing and like embracing the human body and okay. form. In that container. Are you going to FlashCon and are you flashing? That's at, the better question. If I'm at FlashCon, yeah. I think I'd do it. I think I'd feel scared because yeah. it's like so taboo. But the older I get, the the less like. Here's the, here's the other caveat. What? You're the first person on stage at FlashCon. There's a stage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is escalating. Why is there a yeah. stage? Yeah, you're the first person. Well, that feels very like um, now everyone ex- else is ex- going to go after exhibitionist. you. What? Everyone else is gonna flash after, after you, you, but I have to be the first, first flasher. Your first flasher. It's like line leader. I kind of like it. <laughs> um, I don't think I'd be first flasher. I don't think I could. So you know. I think I'd be. You're losing that ten thousand dollars. Well, that's not a part of the ten thousand dollars. That's part of FlashCon. That's what got you in. <laughs> that was your ticket. <laughs> I don't know if I yeah I don't I can't think of any actual situation where I would be need to flash right that would be your but flash I would like con. to believe that if I was at FlashCon yeah and that I would just be like listen Maybe if you're not, this is my female body it's not right. a big deal and then if you're seeing other people do it it makes it a lot easier yeah it's an interesting implication though because I'm like well what makes it okay to flash my boobs but if you were a dude walking around flashing your dangly bits I don't think that's okay at all <laughs> But if you're a FlashCon, you're there for it. You think it's fine? Yeah, yeah. FlashCon, everyone wants to see everyone's bits. Again, no one's getting touched. No okay. one's like, they're not weaponizing it's their like, bits. It's like a nude beach where it's like, no yeah. one's there to Just make has, it weird. Everyone has capes. That's part of it. Like, oh, that's what makes it Oh, the capes fun. make it better? Yeah. Cover every part of your body except for the... The dangly bits. The, the hidden bit. <laughs> yeah. Okay. okay. I took that to a weird place. Cool. All right. Final question here. And I think everyone is going to know uh, how this answer is going to go for... You specifically, Great. but I think it'll be fun to share. Right. How long do you think you could survive in the wilderness without help or supplies? Now, before we uh, answer this question, which of the two of us watches all the Survivor shows? That's me. That's you. Which of the two of us has more common sense stay alive skills? That's you. Yeah. Okay. Now we can answer Why the do questions. I watch the Survivor shows? <laughs> to pick up a thing or two. Have you picked up anything? Um... Yeah. Stand on the platform longer and hold boil. up the thing so you get the Im- immunity badge. <laughs> yeah, don't tell anybody you have an immunity idol. <laughs> yeah. Duh, I'm That'll surviving. Do it. Yeah, when the bear's um, coming, be like... You have to boil your water so okay. you don't get bacterial infections or something. Okay, great. This is starting off well. You have use your to little, eat something. Use your little clicker lighter to start the fire. No, you use the flint that they gave you. No, you're, you have no supplies. I know, no supplies. Without any help I don't or know supplies. how you make fire with no supplies. You put sticks together and you oh, twist that's them right. and you start that. embers. You do that, you do that. You are dead in, in within 24 hours. You are perished and you Every are gone. Every person listening knows I'm dead. Yeah. It's fine. I'm strong now in other ways. Here's the question, though. I'm not built for that. How long do you think you could survive? Like physically here's not die? Let's go this way. Or like tap out? Let's go this way. Sure. For the other person, say how long you think they could survive. And just to remind you, a human can live without water for what, like two weeks? So like do you, you can, think I could survive for two no, weeks? No, I think water is a week and I think, think food is like two weeks. Buy something. Water is a week, food is two weeks. That may not be perfectly right, but let's just go with that for this answer. Wait, what did you say? Water is two weeks, food is two weeks? Water is a week, food is two weeks. I think you can live 
I think you can live longer without, without food, food than you can without water. water. People fast for like months, so it's probably way longer than that too. I'm just saying that for our hypothetical. Okay. I'm giving you love of my life. Strong in so many ways. Two days? <laughs> I think you make it four days. Yeah. I think you, you make think it four that days. I am going to, I think I, no, here's what's going to happen. <laughs> no. I want to get myself four days. I, first of all, that first night where it's complete darkness, I can't get a fire started. Let's be honest. I can't. <laughs> you okay? will. You really I'm can't. I'm freezing. Yeah. It's dark. Yeah. I, the anxiety alone is actually sending my body into a state of shock because yeah. I can't sleep. It's true. And so we go, we go to about three days of that. Right. No, no three sleep. Days? Now that I'm hearing it out loud. I just think like my body will carry me further than my mind will. <laughs> but after three days. I just think I think I'm, I start making dumb mistakes and like yeah. I get eaten by an animal. Do you think you figured out the fire by the third day or you've just given up? I think you've given up for being honest. I'm sorry. No, I would try. I, I know you uh, <laughs> The first I night. I would try. The second night. You know I try. Yeah. I will okay. always try. So we're going to say three days? I think three days feels right. How long am I surviving? I just want to be clear. I, this is not self-deprecating. Like no, no, no. I yeah, we're am just, really strong just, in other ways. Yeah, I'm very sure. smart. Yeah, yeah. I'm very we're capable. We're not trying to belittle you. We're not belittling no, me. No, no, no. But like, let's just be honest about, about what our skills are. What our skills are. Yeah. What our strengths are. And how, how long am I surviving? Do you think you could kill animals? That's the question. We've we've talked about this. That like, I think is what you would struggle dead. with the most yeah. is is killing animals to eat them. Yeah. So. I think I might. I think I think might. might. But die. like, how long? A month. Okay. Yeah, I think that's fair. You could just eat, you could eat berries forage. and stuff. I think I could you could forage. forage. I get You're a pretty fire. Big. Fire would be started fire first be, night. Fine. I wouldn't go to sleep until that fire yeah. was started. Yeah. Yeah. No Water, doubt. you'd probably figure out. Yeah. But it's the the food and the surviving off of like animals that i think you'd struggle with wow this got dark towards the end but <laughs> wait I is that our it... last one no yeah, let's do an, no, one more silly it. one no, we got movies we got movies let's to do talk one more about silly one. did you find a silly one no all right stupid we're looking one. through just one more silly one just to end on a high note oh <laughs> nope <laughs> I'm, put, I'm putting all the bad ones on the floor um, we already know that you can also you? just make one up oh yeah that's easier Jesus Christ. Sorry. <laughs> you can cut that out. That was a bad one. No, it's fine. Um, oh, if there were no electronics, TV, smartphones, I, anything, so that tells you wow. How, uh, wow, wow, wow. how outdated this is, what would you do for fun? <sighs> it's funny because I was just contemplating like doing an experiment where for a month on Saturdays, I like didn't do any tech free Saturdays, not necessarily tech free. Cause I like to do my art on my iPad, but like no right. movie watching, no social media, no movie watching class of movie nights over. Oh, maybe it's Sunday then. Oh, okay. Um, I think I would go one of two ways with this. Mm -hmm. One would either be like building things mm. like little, like wood projects, mm -hmm. getting some carpentry. carpentry, um, just like kind of like little, those types of things. Or I would get back into drawing. I'd start drawing You're stuff a good again. Drawer. Yeah. And specifically, I think I would try and learn like comic book drawing and like mm -hmm. characters and build stories and, mm -hmm. and kind of do that. That would be my, those would be my two go tos. Mm -hmm. Art for sure. Yeah. For me. Let's say you can't do art. Why? Just because it makes it more fun. Okay. Uh, play cards. I really like playing cards. Okay. Can I like hang out with you or is it just by myself? I think this is just for you to do. I think I could get into Lego. Okay. Yeah. I think I would really like Lego. See, this is a great answer. Yeah. I like this one. I think, yeah. I think. If we had like more, I mean, as as you watch Survivor and you learn how to survive, you watch we'll, Lego Masters and you learn how to Lego. Yeah, maybe when we yeah. have kids, we'll get into Lego because we'll I was have just, a whole Lego. I was room, about sure. to say like I don't, we don't have time, but then like, I mean, we, we have do time. have time. It's have just time. we choose other hobbies, but maybe when we have kids, they'll be into that type. I'd be thing. I'd be down to have like a Lego room. That would be fun. Oh, you just have a room in your house for Lego? Well, maybe it's like a part of a room, a closet. Yeah, a Lego closet. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you know, we'll figure it out. Sure. All right, let's talk about our movies. Oh, you threw that one on the floor, but that one goes up here because that's one I got to repeat for people. Oh, we'll find it. It's fine. That's our that's our don't don't make people answer those pile. I see. All okay. right, we'll leave those in the uh, in the comments if you want to cherry pick them and ask them with your spouse, friend, family, anything like that. Could be some fun questions. Make sure to skip any of the ones that might be triggering in your life, so don't answer those. But you know, there's some fun ones in there. Yeah. All right, movies. Uh, let's let's get the the vegetables out of the way here. Here, and then we'll get okay, to the, the vegetables out of the way. We had two two new movies on the docket yes. this weekend. So classic movie we, night. We finished is now the Screamathon. Yep, yep. <laughs> and we decided to watch two new movies that came out. We decided to watch Red Notice. Yep, which is the movie with The Rock and Ryan Reynolds and Gal Gadot. Gadot, 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 Gadot. 
And then we also decided to watch Love Hard, which is like a rom-com, a Christmas rom-com. Yes. Jason Both said, on Netflix. Jason said we can open up the Christmas movie vault yep. and we can get started. Woo-hoo! Especially with new, like I, I always enjoy a new Christmas movie I as know. well. That's not a Hallmark Christmas movie because those to me, I just like, I can't. They are yeah. very cheesy, yeah. um, but I enjoy them. Yeah. So first up, we have Red Notice. Oh boy. And it starts out fine. It starts out great. Yes. It starts out very entertaining. You're like, Ryan Reynolds being Ryan Reynolds, yep. he's the same character in every movie, and we love him for it. Yep. He has the comedic timing that is just beautiful, and you have The Rock being The Rock, yep. and you have Gal Gadot being Gal It's like, great. Yeah. Fine. Very, I will say, to me, a little heavy on the CGI, a little heavy on the... You can tell that they just basically picked like all the the tropes and and story devices from these like heist yeah the, spy what type I said movies. was like it feels like National Treasure if National meet Treasure again. meets Indiana Jones meets James Bond yeah. had a baby yeah it's this movie yeah which is enjoyable for the first hour and twenty minutes hour and twenty minutes yeah now I have a huge gripe to pick with this movie yes and it is so much so that we turned it off. We stopped watching this movie. Yeah. And I will say in the two years that we've been watching movies every single Saturday night, two movies a Saturday, we have only turned off like five movies. Yeah. And I will tell you why. We get an hour and 20 minutes into this movie and you're sort of entering, you can tell the third act of the movie. Yeah. And suddenly, I don't care if I'm spoiling it for anyone because it deserves to be spoiled. Yeah. Suddenly this whole part of the, the, the chase that they're going on to get these artifacts the, a big part of the story becomes like some backstory about like Hitler's uh, art collector, collector or yeah. escapes during the war to Argentina or something and takes all these artifacts with him. And it becomes this very like what I think is them trying to do like an Indiana Jones yep. thing. But it becomes all about these like Nazi artifacts. Yeah. And so they do this backstory thing. And at first I'm like, OK, that's a little odd. Like I. I don't like that. This this idea of using Nazism and Hitler as like plot devices in a movie that's not historical but for entertainment yeah. feels very gross and completely it's the fetishization ig- of Nazism. Yeah, it, yeah, I didn't like that. But at first I'm like, okay, they're just doing like an Indiana Jones thing and whatever. So then they they get further into this part of the story and there's this whole piece of the puzzle, lots of clues. You know I love clues. I love clues. But there's this whole piece of the puzzle of Ryan's dad and this story of this watch. And so he finds the watch and like they get to this cavern in the jungle and very national treasure like a key piece of like this unlocking this door to this cave becomes him holding up the watch and I'm like, oh my God, they're not gonna do it. They're not gonna do it. The watch, the watch face looks like a plus sign. They put it into this little like, you know, uh, spot where the yeah. watch face goes. And I'm like, oh my God, they're gonna do it. It twists and sit front and center on the screen, it twists into place and it becomes a swastika. Yeah. And I'm like, who? It makes me actually like really angry. Yeah. I'm like, who is writing this and deciding that they're gonna use that symbol, which stands for hatred yeah. and one of the worst atrocities that humankind has ever seen. And we're going to put it front and center in this movie. Not to mention, it's not something that happened like a long time ago. And in, in, like, it's, Everyone's it's moved like, on. it's like, yeah. oh, people very much today are using this as a symbol of hate. Yeah. And so we're going to put it front and center and we're going to make it like a, a like, we're going to treat it like it's a cool clue, you know? Okay. I'm like, okay, that's gross. So now I'm getting really grossed out by the whole thing then we get into the cave of where all these artifacts are supposed to be and ryan reynolds sort of says one line about like so and so the nazi scumbags so it's like telling the audience like oh okay we're not like we're for this yeah however you can say one line of dialogue like that but when you now in every shot of this entire like scene of the movie are crates of with the the eagle you know, the Nazi um, Just symbol. other symbols, yeah. Like, the whole cave is Nazi symbols in... And I'm like, what? Like, why did we do this? Like, yeah. why? And to me, it's like, th- again, this is not some movie where we needed to uncover the historical significance and we're looking at history and we're having a critical eye. This is like a blockbuster 
action movie where we could have chosen any reason for them to be in this cave. We could have chosen any reason for these artifacts to exist. But why do we need to pull in this thing that is very hurtful to, it should be hurtful to every human being, right? Not just, you know, people whose families, Jewish people whose families were murdered. Like, anyway, it just makes me really angry. And so what's even worse is... I get it. I get the whole like, oh, do we really need to unpack everything? Do we really need to, you know, decide that everything is offensive? Like, I am definitely not the person who is out there looking to be offended whatsoever. But this is one of those cases to me where it is offensive. And what's even more offensive is I went online because I was actually dumbfounded. I was like, what? The way that this movie has been promoted, the way that you know, it's been shown and very popular. And so I go online and like, of course there are people who are share our sentiment who were like, that was gross. That was weird. That was very egregious. There's no need for that. Like I'm offended, all these things. But when I tell you it was like a so, tiny amount. a so tiny amount compared to what I thought I was going to find, it weirded me out. I was like, how are we still in 2021? Have we learned nothing about empathy, about putting ourselves in the shoes of people who this is a symbol of hate? Yeah. Yeah. And I think my sentiment in these situations as we've watched even newer movies the past couple of years is any plot line like this, I'm like, this is just the easy way out. Like this is you just not wanting to just make something up. Right. It is a made up story anyway. Like there is no historical context where Nazism and Hitler and any of these things need to be involved at all. That is the easy thing to go to. Like that's the trope. Make up a whole civilization. Make up a whole person who hoarded all these collectible things. It's weird. It's weird that we do it as a society in these type of movies. Yeah. It's it's it comes up, you know, quite a bit, but it's like to me that's the opportunity for this movie to go we know that this is a trope that exists, but we are in 2021 and we're no longer going to do this because it's a weird thing that we do. Like you said fetishizing it making it this like mysterious and historical and like like i just well yeah and even like the cinematography like they're focusing on these images and these brand elements of nazi culture and things and you're just like you don't even need to show that box you don't need to show that crate up close you don't like you have told us this this is an extremely impactful and known thing why are you shoving it in the face of the audience watching and and to be honest like I, we, you know, we paused the movie. We were talking about this and we're like, should we turn this off? We're like, oh, you know, maybe we're just being too sensitive. Like, it's not a big deal. And then we just sat there and we thought for a second, we're like, first of all, we're going to talk about our movie on our podcast, which yeah. is our platform to be able to share our values and what matters to us. And I, what I said was, I don't want to tell people that we continued watching the movie because right. to me, that is the thing where it's like, we would have just watched it for our selfish entertainment as opposed to turning it off. And it's the tiniest thing you can do, but to be like, I no, like this is not yeah. okay. And, yeah. and to be able to share that here, I just think it's one of those things where it's like the small thing you can do in these scenarios where hopefully you're just having other people go, Oh yeah, I was going to watch that. But like, I heard these people who I share the same values of, I'm not going to watch that movie now. And it's like one less set of eyeballs watching this movie, which hopefully is just like the ripple effect for some type of change in, in, in these situations. Because the other thing we talked about too, is like no one in the writer's room is like, Hey guys, like raising their hand, like maybe let's not do the Nazi storyline. Yeah. And, and this is the last thing I'll say about it because I don't want to continue to harp on it. We've set our piece on it. But when you think about every time we use that symbolism in a form of entertainment and we expect audiences to – so what someone – those writers, what they're saying is we don't expect that this is going to take anyone out of this story whatsoever or else they wouldn't have included it, right? And so when they do that, they are saying that it's okay to include that because we know that people will just see it as a part of the story. And what's scary to me about that is that there's an assumption that people have become desensitized to it, which we have. Every time you include that in a story for entertainment, you are saying you're giving people one more chance to just have it lose its meaning, have it lose its shock value, have it lose its power. In the, in the way that I'm saying, like the power to remind us that How, these atrocities yeah. exist. And so 
every time that we allow that to be used as entertainment, it diminishes the reminder, the painful reminder that it needs to represent of saying we as a, as human beings are not going to let this happen again. And so, and then, like I said, on top of that, to see that, that people today in 2021 are taking advantage of our desensitization to that and using it to now have, have it be what it is, a symbol of white supremacy and to continue to use it. I just think, like you said, in that moment, it's such a small thing and you can very easily rationalize it to be like, don't make a big deal out of this. It's just a movie. Just enjoy it. Not to mention, you're like, well, if the people like The Rock and Ryan Reynolds and Gal Gadot signed on to this movie, I must be making it a big deal, right? Like I must be the, the sensitive the one, sensitive or, one yeah. or the crazy one. And it's like, no, like, no, yeah, I, I, no, it wasn't okay. It made me feel gross. It made me feel icky. And, um, that's fine. I'm not saying that you listener have to feel the same way about it yeah. whatsoever. This is just us sharing how it made us feel. So let's move on because I feel let's like we've spent on. literally 10 minutes talking about that movie. And well, it needs to be said. Yeah. And, and we, I, I just want to just have a note of, we wanted this to be a lighthearted episode, but we also knew that that was going to be a movie we were going to talk about. And I just didn't want to hide it. Like, I think that's part yeah. of this podcast is we don't want to hide behind some of these things just because it's easy to not talk about it. Right. So instead, let's talk about our second movie. Which also, was... Rotten Potatoes, Red Nose gets zero potatoes. Zero potatoes. potatoes. You don't even we get, didn't finish it. You don't even get a crumb of a mashed potato. You don't get any of my crumbs. What, or my stuffing. Red nose. You can have my stuffing because it's... That gluten. doesn't have any potatoes in it. Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay. Love Hard. Love Hard. So this is a new rom-com on Netflix. And this is this movie's right up my alley. Oh, it's delightful. It's I, delightful. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I will say, um, this is not a spoiler, when you see the photos... When the you photos. see the new photos, I just photos, got full body chills. You will have chills. Full body chills. And it's just a set of new photos, but wow, you'll have to be, full body chills. Not to be confused with a set of nude photos. They're not nude. It's not nude. They're just They're nude. new. We're not a flash. And con. when you watch the movie at yeah. the end, you will know no, what no, that don't means. Don't say the end, babe. You weren't even supposed to do that. You're just supposed to say the new photos. So the whole time they're watching, guys, you didn't cut it out. People, you cut didn't hear out. that. All of you. Can you, you cut that last part? I'm not cutting it out. We're just oh, going to correct no. right there. We're going to say. Maybe they're not it. at the end. Okay, maybe they're not at the end. Maybe they're not at the end. They're maybe the, the new photos. They're at the new. end. Yeah. Well, because I was going to say, the, for me, the ending makes this movie. Oh, the whole movie makes the, the movie. The whole movie makes yeah. the movie. There's so many but you're like, right. yeah. delightful parts of it. You know, it's cheesy at times, as yeah. Christmas rom-coms yeah. are. But to me, there's a lot of parts of it that are sort of following the formula. And then there's so many parts of it that are not following the formula yeah. of, to a Christmas movie, which I love. It's sort of like a surprising take on a, an old yeah i was gonna say formula. before we started talking about it the thought that came to mind was it's a very predictable formula right but in how they execute the yes. formula is new and interesting yes and i think that's the mark of a really good movie like this where you're not trying to reinvent the wheel and create some whole new way of doing a christmas movie right this is a perfect christmas movie and that you just want to watch something where you have some laughs you have the all hope is lost moment how are they going to fix all this like i know it's going to get fixed right. i know that Maybe these two are going to end up together. I don't know. Maybe. How's it going to happen? I don't know. And now I get to kind of watch it unfold. Yeah. And like, could it have been funnier? Yes. Yeah. But there was enough laughs that it was, it's more sweet than anything, I think. Yeah. It also pokes fun at a lot of like online dating culture, which we are not in. Yeah. Which as we watch this movie, we're just so grateful. We We were both like, like... I don't know if we could make it in the online, in dating, the online culture. dating world. In the online dating world, in the app culture. Yeah, it's just fun to see that. Uh, also, the name of the movie is fun. It's a mashup of Love Actually and Die Hard. Yes. Which are the main character's favorite movies. Christmas which is movies. not really a good, big spoiler. Yeah, their favorite Christmas movies. It was delightful. We gave it, we both gave it the same rating, which was 7.5 potatoes. Yeah, I think it's a very enjoyable. The only reason why it's not higher on the potato scale is because it could have been funnier. I think exactly. that's it. Like everything Listen, else. Listen, seven and above, you're in good territory. You're in great territory. You're you're in the Scream franchise. You're in the Scream territory. Which we thoroughly enjoy. Exactly. You know, we're looking forward to every Scream weekend. Scream is a classic seven. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think that's it. Do we have any that's other any fun fa- factuals? Oh, they did. We, I just wrote some other uh, notes that the, member the boss was using yeah. a flexi spot, flexi yeah. oh, spot yeah, bike. Oh, yeah, 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 the, the, her boss, she's a writer for a, like, basically like BuzzFeed, but it's yeah. called Social Media. Social Media. And they go, she meets him in his office, and he's riding a bike with a laptop stand on it. It is the exact model of the bike that I rode for 30 days and made a video about riding a bike at 
an exercise bike at my desk, my standing desk for 30 days. We were like, wow, and flexi I, spot. As I saw the laptop stand, I was like, that's my bike. That's and then the bike. they pull out and it is that bike. And I just thought it was really funny to see it in yeah. a movie. So yeah. it's just a fun little random gem. Yeah. Okay. That it? That's it. All right, dear listener. Uh, hope we've been able to keep you busy Took in you the tub. Took you on a journey there. Hope we kept you in the tub and Don't, you feel okay. Yeah, you're okay. Uh, now's about the time you can kind of like go back out. You can maybe do the stretch and like, like oh, how's everybody uh, feeling? Sort of. We, uh, we moving on to the, the next round or yeah. anybody have to go? Probably head home here soon. Yeah. Got to get the kids, I know it's only kids to school yeah. next week. <laughs> yeah, but uh, Christmas is right around right the corner. Right around the corner. Got to you know? do, do some or work. Got to do some work at anything home. Anything you celebrate, and... it's just, it's around the corner and I need to prepare for it. So <laughs> anyway, I uh, hope you had a good holiday break if you were doing that this week. If it was just another week for you, hope you had another good week. We will be back and I think our episodes are probably going to transition more into wow travel wow. stuff here because yes. we will be at like five weeks away when we record our oh next gosh. episode. It's getting real. Real. And you'll hear all about it. Okay. We love your faces. And I hope you enjoy my mashed potatoes, mac and cheese, and pull-apart rolls as the number one dish. My plate with the, the green number bean one casserole. Dish. Casseroles are for the win. It's Everybody the loves casseroles. Everybody wins. Eat. Can't believe you took the potatoes this way. from me. First pick, mashed potatoes. Bye.